Something you're grinding on? You're listening to The Grind. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And good Thursday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Coach Tony Iruli and Chris Hips on behind me. Uh, again, uh, today, pick day Thursday, a little bit back to normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, pick day is, is normally a Friday thing, uh, but I, I'll just tell you, busy guy am I. Uh, You're all over the place, aren't football you? Football last Friday night at Oakland. Uh, again, we, we, we talked about that most of the week. And tomorrow night? Uh, Rebel Radio basketball kicks off, so uh, we'll be at William Blunt tomorrow night to to get things going. So excited about that and uh, and ready to get going. But uh, pick day Thursday is always fun, guys. Thanks for coming in. Yes, we still got a few football games left, and uh, it's going to be good to be able to pick them right now. It's uh, it's it's going to be super uh, super fun to pick, and and honestly, uh, the dynamic of of all of the slowing of play and moving games and doing that. I mean, it's a uh, I mean, it's like a lottery every week. You just don't. You can you can lay something down on a game, but you don't know if that game's going to be played or not. You don't know so. or who the opponent is. A great right. example is the uh, BYU now is going to be playing against uh, Coastal Coast. Carolina. That just happened. But and, and three four three four hours ago, and yeah. Hugh Freeze had the opportunity to break out. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, they were going to have they were having college game day down there at Coastal Carolina, so that was going to be be a big event. But it's just amazing how they're able to find an opponent for it. Absolutely, and, and you know, I, I uh, what is it? Uh, Sataki is that that's their head coach name? BYU's coach. He's he's a fiery guy. Oh yeah. Uh, again, when he came to Knoxville, he had the opportunity to be very fiery on the sideline. So. Uh, that's good for them. And Coastal has that uh, that turquoise turf, Chris. Uh, what do you think about that? I like it. I mean, it's a it's better it's, than old Boise. Yeah. Uh, is it is it like this turquoise? It's kind of that turquoise. I, I like check this. check him out. Like check him that. out. Rocking it. Yeah. Chandeliers. Chanticleers. Chanticleers. Chandeliers. Yeah, chandeliers. <laughs> yeah, they're the chandeliers. <laughs> now they're uh, go chandeliers. Team. Oh yeah, hey, and this is a this is not a team that should be taken lightly. This is a university that has a college World Series championship on their resume in the last couple of years. Yeah, and the state of South Carolina is outstanding in baseball. Oh yeah, whether it's Clemson, the University of South Carolina, or mm. Furman, or you name it, yeah. baseball is really a predominant sport in the state of South Carolina. Absolutely, but uh, but guys, we've got uh, all six prep state championship games on the docket today. We've got ten. Uh, college games again one had to be edited uh, as we started the show the one uh, coach talked about BYU now instead of Liberty will be taking on the 15th ranked Coastal Carolina Chanticleers but uh, and then we've got some pro games and I feel like I've done this multiple weeks we'll see if we get to the pro games yeah uh, just normally I think the doesn't last two weeks we haven't been able to get to them well, I ain't going to lie. Last week, I didn't even put them on there because we had really good games. I was trying to cover for you. I appreciate okay. it. I appreciate it. See, I don't even know how to let people help me. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. But, uh, but Chris, man, how you doing? Uh, coming off a little vacate. Uh, didn't get to make the trip with me to Murfreesboro, man. And uh, how you been? Doing great, man. But I am sad about the Maryville game. And I did listen in and 
I wouldn't blame you, but I'm just saying. It was painful to listen to, but at the same was time. Was it? Was it that bad? Was I that bad, no, buddy? No, it wasn't that bad. It was just <laughs> the way the game was going, but we kind of knew well, that Oakland team was stacked going into that matchup. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know what? Uh, tonight, uh, it's just a little shameless plug, 7 p.m. right here on WKVL. Uh, we're going to have a preview of Alcoa State Championship and a review of what was a great 2020 season for the Red Rebels. Uh, I plan on opening up all the, the senior accolades. You know, Lou Birchfield, Regional Player of the Year, uh, Parker McGill, uh, two plus, two years of 1,300-plus yards rushing. Uh, just, a, just a great senior class that, you know, had a lot to live up to uh, following that 2019 team and uh, did an admirable job, got back to the semifinals, and, and honestly – they lost to the best team in the state of Tennessee, and I have I, I would go to bat with anybody who wants to go against that. And and I'm not taking anything away from Alcoa. Sure, I'm just sure. saying Oakland is a machine. Uh, they they don't stop. They know you know what they're going to do, yeah. and you just can't stop. Well, them. they're 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 deep in all positions. They're oh, very yeah. talented, very physical mm. football team. The well coach, one of my former players, is is, is the uh, offensive line coach nice. over there at uh, Oakland. So, I mean, they've got all the ingredients. And, you know, Maryville never quit, despite what the score was. Oh, yeah. They didn't give up. They kept fighting at the very end. And it's that shows why it's a class organization. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. A.J. Iruli says, hi, guys. All right, A.J., my man. <laughs> you know, and he's got a great first name, by the way. I think so. Yeah, Anthony John, A.J. Yeah. Right, right. A.J. There you like, go. Like, hey, A.J. Johnson, former Vol. I know he's a big Bama fan, but uh, yeah, former yeah. Vol is a Bronco. I mean, I like A.J.'s. Listen, you, you can't talk to A.J. during an Alabama game. What he does is he locks himself <laughs> into his own little room right there, oh. and for three hours there is no communication that goes on between I'm our family to, and A.J. Here. I'm trying to think of what, what – like, is it called something? Is it called, like, the – the roll call room, the roll tide room, or yeah, we got to come up with something. That's that should be a thing. Well, he, everything's all locked out. Family can't get in there. Nothing. All right, so you know, no breakables in there. Nothing there. Yeah, there are some breakables, <laughs> but you just can't hear it. Oh wow! But uh, but guys, a lot to be picked here today. So we better get on it. That way, the NFL has a chance uh, jump to on get it right in. Away. Exactly. Uh, let's start. I, I just started. I literally did it based around schedule. So uh, from the first game on Thursday again, or Friday, because Thursday's the the private schools and, right, and the right. Division Two, but uh, starting with noon Eastern on on Friday, Alcoa in their eighth straight state championship game, looking for their sixth straight state championship. Alcoa thirteen and one taking on Milan. I know you're going to correct me, Coach, but taking on Milan, uh, they're 12-1 and one entering this matchup. Milan comes in after a defeat of Pearl Cone. Alcoa comes in after throttling Red Bank. Uh, guys, it's 3A football. It's Alcoa. Is is there a pick, or do we, do we say it in sequence? One, two, three, Alcoa. But uh, what do you got? What do you got, Chris? Nah, I got to go with Alcoa. I mean, that team's just stacked from top to bottom, offense and defense. Uh Give a shout-out to our boy, uh, Mr. Harris, over there, number nine. You know, hope he has a great game. Hope he gets in there and gets a lot of touchdowns. You'll, I know being a third string as a sophomore is kind of tough, but he makes some great plays on defense. Uh, shout-out to Alcoa. Hope you win. Good luck, guys. Absolutely. Coach, uh, this this is a machine. You know, you talk about a, a team that, that lost Isaiah Cox there for a few weeks. Right. Uh, and they didn't miss a beat. You know, they're they're just uh, they they're deep at a lot of positions. And, and I was talking to someone. I was looking at the twenty one uh, reallocation, right? Mm -hmm. And Alcoa is still going to play in three A. But I'm looking at their enrollment, and it's like four forty or something like that. Yep. And I'm like, 
but they've got a hundred on the football team. How does that? I mean, how does that even work? Because if you think about it, just male female, uh, that yep. that number's in half. So out of two twenty potential males, and again, that's a generalization, but out of two hundred twenty males, a hundred and eight or nine of them's on a football team. Uh, that's part of the uh, admissions requirement. <laughs> I yeah. mean, no, seriously, when you think of four hundred forty students, and you're not counting the other sports. Right. I mean, I mean, it's it, or those guys that just aren't sports people. I mean, they're right. you know, even even me. I'm not a. I like sports, sure. but uh, let's just say the athletic side of it just yeah, left it, me. It's, it's the, the community, it's, everyone involved, whether they're playing baseball or basketball or whatever sport. I mean, you know, it starts you know through the youth programs and just going oh, yeah. up to the high school. Same thing for a Maryville High School. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever you have a dominant uh, sports program, it usually builds up from the youth program oh, yeah. all the way up. One of the thing is, is, is I was talking to that same individual, and I said, you know what? Winning breeds participation. People want to be part of a winner. Yeah. And, you know, if you have opportunities, and, and Coach Rankins, if you look in the fourth quarter, uh, if if there was a stat line of just players that got in, most of those hundred are going to be in sure. at, at some rate. So, uh, you know, you get an opportunity to play football on, on a winning program, get an opportunity to go through the playoffs, go to Cookville. Uh, again, some, some of those guys – May never play football on a college campus, but at Alcoa you get a chance to do it about every year. So yeah, and and like you said, the depth, which is important, and you know, a lot of their second, third team guys they get in early in the second half, and so you know if a, a starter gets injured or, or whatever, next I mean, guy up, yeah, right? next guy up has got a lot of experience. That's always been a big benefit over there at Alcoa. Absolutely, I, I'm going to go with the tornadoes too. I, I don't know that, like I, I've I've said it for I guess five weeks now. Yeah. Five weeks. I literally, uh, you, you might as well, you could have printed the program for 3A. Sure. Week number one of the playoffs. Alcoa was not going to lose in 3A football. And, and they've they've literally had a running, running clock all of the. Now, they've won the state championships, what, seven out of the last eight years? Yeah, and six. This is going for number six straight. Right. Who, who was the team that uh, beat? I can't even remember the oh, team. Oh, I mean, that, Chris. That'd be a little, I I will That'd kick it your way. You have the right phone there. available. Uh, Mine's on Facebook Live. Uh, mine's still at home, so uh, I, I can't help. Yeah, you he on. is. Yeah, we got uh, we got Coach Iruly unplugged tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is the little, little naked right now. Isn't it rough? Like uh, you know, I remember uh, again growing up. I, yeah. I probably didn't have a cell phone. I know Coach is going to be like six. I I probably was sixteen years old yeah, when I got yeah. my first cell phone. Uh, but now, literally, you know, I have almost been to work, turned around, and went and got it. Just because, again, got two kids, need that that need connection. Yeah. And I, I oftentimes talk to Laura, and I'm like, how did they do it back in the day? It, it's amazing. Well, I had a flip phone until about 10 years ago. Yeah. And then I'm walking through the mall with my son, Do you have a bag phone? I feel like oh, you might. You never had a bag phone. No, but I, we used to have those little car phones yeah. in the old days. So I had a flip phone, and my son said, Dad, you are embarrassing me. So he took me to a Verizon and made me Because change. you still had the... Yeah, I tell you though, you, know, you were. And I found it the other day. I just flipped right, right there, and it seemed to work out pretty good for us. It's fine. It's fine. Now it's very complicated. <laughs> I can't. I can't keep up with everything. All the changes. Who knows? Okay. Who know? and, and the thing is, now it's like. Have you ever noticed, Chris, uh, with cell phones? Like Chris yeah. has a. Uh, he's yeah. got okay, a phablet. Chris. Okay, what'd you find? All out, right. Chris? So our last loss was to CPA, which was a seven zip loss in the 2014 finals. Wow. So they're seven zip. Yeah, seven wow. zip lost to CPA. That's crazy. And then the next year, I think they played again, yeah, and then Alcoa beat them. Yeah, they beat them by like two touchdowns. Uh, CPA was always pretty good. At, yeah. They always, I seen were the two that battled for the state championship. Just Alcoa had the number since the last 
probably three or four years on them. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then Pearl Cone had their run, and then Alcoa yeah. would knock them out. And then, obviously, Milan has an opportunity to step to the stage, and we'll see what happens. Again, I think when you get to that 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 level, sure. again, uh, you, all bets are off. Again, we're going with Alcoa wholeheartedly. Again, Blunt County reference, but uh, at the same time, Milan's there for a reason too. They got hot in the, in the postseason, and sure. we'll see if uh, if West Tennessee, mid to West Tennessee, has anything to do. Uh, for them tornadoes. I think uh, the wreckage may be pretty rough <laughs> on them tonight. But uh, let's jump to uh, the, to the next matchup, South Pittsburgh and Fayetteville. Uh, again, this is the uh, this is the single-A, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, state championship game. South Pittsburgh, a traditional power sure. uh, that, that makes their way to Cookville, seems like, every year. Fayetteville, not so much. I just thought it was funny that these are two Tennessee towns uh, that one would make you think Pennsylvania yep. and Arkansas. Exactly. I think and, it's funny. Well, and South Pittsburgh, I mean, they live up to the name Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, whenever I've had an opportunity to I think see they're it, even yellow and black, right? Close to I it. think so. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's 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 right along the border of the uh, the Tennessee-Alabama border mm-hmm. right there, just outside Chattanooga. But they, they, I tell you, they just play tough physical football down there. Every time I've seen them, it's a very physical football team. So who do you go with? Do you go with the uh, – we're just going to call them the Steelers and the Razorbacks? No, I'm just yeah. – uh, are you going with South Pittsburgh or do I'm, you like Fayetteville? I, I am going with the Steelers. The Pitt. You're going yes, with Pitt. All right, what do you got, Chris? You, what, you have you have reasons why you pick things. I just kind of <laughs> loosely go well, actually, with Actually, I was just looking at the uh, – Coach T just a second ago, and CPA did actually just win – at the early 12 o'clock game, they won 35-28 over Lips coming in a 2A Yeah, that's matchup. why CPA kind of exited. Yeah. They they went private, or they were private, yeah, and they, they just segregated the division there. Yeah, they went to 2A, and probably didn't want to have to go up against Alcoa much, which you don't blame them. Nobody, nobody <laughs> ever does that. But yeah, nobody I'm, ever goes away from it. I'm looking at this matchup. I mean, it's hard to go up against South Pittsburgh. Uh, they, you know, they've had a great season, and – you know, they just came off a very big win against a really good Coldfield, an undefeated Coldfield team last week, 42 nothing. So I'm going to take South Pitt. I'm going with South Pitt as well. And, again, just because I think knowing what you're doing when you get there is a lot of the battle. Uh, the psychological side of the, the lights aren't brighter right. at Cookville. The the field's just as wide, just as long. That's a, that's a Coach Hunt-ism if, you, if I've ever heard one. But uh, – the game is played the same way for South Pitt, whether they're at Cookville or their home stands. So, again, I think just tradition of being there and having a, a level of success perennially, yeah. uh, it's going to push South Pitt over there. But uh, looking at the uh, looking at the uh, the Facebook Live here, uh, AJ's kind of lighting you up, buddy. Uh, is he really? He's putting you on there. He said you absolutely had a bag phone. Well, yeah. Is, was it like a leather bag phone? Like my mom had one. It's nothing wrong with it. Nice little shoulder harness. It's a it's a Merce. It's got the Merce situation. <laughs> what else? What else he's saying? He says I I like the was he the like? Bama pennant on the wall. Well, I'll tell you, it used to not be Bama, but I, I had Kentucky down here in view, and I had to move them out of the way. So yeah. it's uh, there's some good rivalry here, and I feel like uh, the the Ole Miss M kind of looks like a Maryville M. So if I could cover up that the hotty toddy side, I'd, I'd probably do that. But uh, thanks, AJ. We decorate well here. Yeah, so thanks. Good job. I always look, I got my back on all these things. Great. Yeah. Thanks for for taking care of me. Hey, bag phone Tony. I feel like oh, that that could be a cool T-shirt. Bag phone Tony. Yeah, it was nice little. You know, back then, you know, that's all we needed. Now, you know, that's so I awesome. get high tech. Hey, you know, whenever they do an update on these phones, I, I you know, I struggle with it. I I feel like I'm pretty. I'm I'm efficient with updates. I only do like one out of every four. 
What I remember. Yeah, I just let it kind of back up, and then I'm like, whoa, this is way different. And they're like, oh, no, it's very similar to the last one. I was like, oh, that's why I don't know what that is. Yeah, and whenever I struggle on something like this, I ask AJ to help me out, and it's like (laughs) so far beneath him, like I I can't get any help from him. So then I have to go to his sister. Oh, wow. We are are digging deep now. (laughs) The next one on the docket is the 5A state championship. It will be the finale of Friday's matchup. Elizabeth, or Oak Ridge, I'm sorry. 11 and 3 will take on Summit 13 and 1. Oak Ridge, Coach Gaddis and crew, hot as of late is probably an yeah. understatement. They've went into a lot of hostile environments, taking care of business. They didn't start the season very well. I think they started 2 and 3 if I'm mis- right, if not right, mistaken. And then they got hot and didn't turn the flame down. I li- I like Oak Ridge. I like what they're doing. I don't know much about Summit. Coach can probably enlighten us there, but uh yeah. I just like Oak Ridge. I like a team that's been there. And it's been a minute, and then Coach Gaddis, they say they say you talk about a rejuvenated coach. Yeah. Coach Gaddis has been lit up this week. Well, and they got great tradition over there. It, it, to me, it's just a pick 'em game. Uh, I know that uh, uh, you know Summit has uh, two, I think two brothers that are very dominant. And one's a quarterback, the other one's a running back, and uh, they've got uh, good, very good talent over there. They've been hot all season, and uh, it's kind of pick a game. I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the train here. I'm gonna go with Summit. Oh, I know where Chris is going. Chris has went with the the cats all uh, all all postseason, so I don't think he'll change now. Uh, no, uh, Lynn's uh, patient. Miss Bell asks me every week. <laughs> there you go. Ask me every week. Uh, there you go. A- are you going out. against my grandson's pick this week? And I'm like, nope. I'm gonna stick with Oak Ridge. They've not let me down. They've been to underdogs the last three weeks. I'm taking Oak Ridge in this matchup. You know what? And you got to. You got to. I mean, I think the hot hand. And, and you know, what I say about tradition and being there before, yeah. you know, I think Summit probably has had mo- more recent success. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I- I'm going to be – this is going to be my Toby Keith pick of the week. The Toby Keith. You know why I call it that? Why? Because they may not be as good as they once were, but they're as good once as they ever was. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Oak Ridge. I, I like these them. quotes. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, me all I'm a one-liner machine. <laughs> I can I can bring them out with the best of them. AJ, did you like the bear? Yeah. I thought, I, I, so so uh Jack Lane, one of the greats in uh, in uh, in Blunt County history. I think he's listed as a top 50 Blunt County player 60 uh, through 90. Um he brought in when he came in. He's came in, he's come in twice. Yeah. And he brought in this Bear Bryant picture that he sent, that the Bear sent him uh, when he was getting recruited. Again, uh, early on, he uh, led the team or the state of Tennessee in scoring two years in a row. Yeah. And uh, the Bear was was hot on the trail, and uh, just just didn't work out there. But uh, but again, sent this picture to him uh, basically six months before his passing. So really? this is a this is a hot commodity here in the WKVL studios. But uh, next on the docket is the Saturday games, and again the 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 uh, the three, one and five, play on Friday, and then four, uh, two and uh, and six play on on Saturday. Elizabethan versus Haywood. Elizabethan fourteen and zero. Haywood ten and three. Elizabethan the reigning four A state champion. Chris, we we saw this team uh, do what they do last year when we were in Cookville, and this is a machine. This is a team that knows what they can do, and they do it pretty well. So uh, who you got? Yeah, well, I mean, they returned most of their starters from last year, and that team we watched in that 4A matchup was incredible. I mean, they just 
from the starting whistle to the end whistle, and not just to mention the fans. I mean, the fans were like the twelfth man out there. Just the crowd noise was. It was Incredible a full. It was a full visitor side yeah. with yeah. just orange and black Elizabethan yeah. fans. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, and the whole town travels with them. Yeah, I mean, and I'm one of people. Tradition over there. I'm one of people. You know, you've been there, you've done that, you got the T-shirt. I mean, I could see you know another big win for Elizabethan in this matchup. Yeah, and and, and uh, I got to go with E Town too. As yeah, well. Coach yeah. Witten uh, again, Jason Witten's yeah. brother, yeah. Uh, doing a lot of work up there. And honestly, it's a it's a very four A version. And I'm not dissing four A. I'm not putting them down. But they're they're a machine. They yeah. know what they do. They don't they don't try to spread out and do a lot of things they can't do. They have a physical brand up front, right. and they've always got a smart quarterback, yeah, and they and, get it and done. The, the kids really love playing for Coach Whit. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I told you, you know, I used to recruit that school all the time. And when he first took it over, you know, there wasn't very much in terms of facilities and 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 community support. I mean, it was there, but it was just kind of average. But the way that program has grown over the last ten years, just truly outstanding. Absolutely, absolutely. E-Town is my pick as well. Elizabethan, I think they go back-to-back. Uh, honestly, Elizabethan's toughest game is normally Greenville, and yeah, they've made so. them pass that. Uh, so I think Haywood could give them a battle. Uh, but I think, again, a three-loss Haywood team may not have the match uh, for the Cyclones there of Elizabethan. But uh, the next game, the midday game, Meigs County 14-0 and takes on Peabody 13-0. and I'll be the first to tell you guys, I don't know much about either one of these. Uh, the only thing I remember is is I uh, I had a friend, a William Blunt guy, uh, that that could only say Meigs County one way. He went, Meigs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that sounds very serious. So uh, I'm going to go with Meigs County because I feel like when you have that kind of disdain maybe for, for a team, then they've got to be pretty good. They've done something against you pretty well. Yeah. And Megs County, they're undefeated right now, correct? Or Both teams are, yeah. yeah fourteen yeah. and zero Megs, though yeah. they actually got all fourteen in, looks like, or at least they have COVID. <laughs> they have a, a <laughs> there COVID. There's no win COVID on. In, in Megs County. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, but uh, you know, I don't know very much about either one of these schools, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, Megs. Mister Hips, I'm going to swing vote on this one. Swing I'm, it out. Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, Megs, uh, they actually beat South Pittsburgh. That's a, Pittsburgh's one loss this year was That's at Megs, but it was a 28-24 loss. However, Peabody's actually uh, played a lot of better competition, in my opinion, and they actually beat Milan. or Milan. Milan. It's totally Milan. Milan. But, hey, Coach going, will appreciate it. I'm going Milan. Spain, but anyway. There you you go. Know. <laughs> uh, they beat Milan. 34-13 early in the season, and they beat Greenback 38 nothing. So Tough, tough. I'm going to take Peabody in this matchup. So when, when I read that, and I'm not making fun, but my little boy has, has been on a big, uh, what is it, Mr. Peabody kick? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it and, has, like, I almost picked him just for that because Mr. I've watched Peabody. Mr. Peabody, like, so the, forever. The dog with the, the yeah. big nose and the eyes. And the yeah, and they do all the historical things? You know, when I was a kid, they had Mr. Peabody's cartoons and all that. Wow. It's just kind of hard – Pulling for so did y'all take did y'all take turns like spinning the wheel to get the film on the screen or we didn't have film I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding it's just like <laughs> oh, man, I'm just bad. kidding but I'm everything wasn't black and white on TV oh well see that's a good thing Mr Peabody is a white dog blackout feature so so it works it, it all works. looks the same you know the other day I went to a restaurant Carol and I and I got carded nice yes like it is is yeah. it kind of feels good. Well, uh, Boone got I, carded I, one time, I, yeah, and I was I, like, I, I think it, they just did it because they did I showed her the card. I said, uh, 
when I was born, Eisenhower was president. And the girl said, who? I, oh, I, that's I, bad. Yeah, yeah, you know, young generation, they don't even know. Oh, I can't remember who it was. My, I have a younger brother. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, we're talking, I mean, 11 years younger than me. Yeah. And I'm, I had to count it. I'm like on my fingers. <laughs> but, uh, and, and I can't remember who it was. Oh, I think it was like Chuck Norris. I had a oh, Chuck really? Norris joke, and he went, who? Yeah. I went, are you kidding me? Are you kidding whole me? whole different generation. But uh, all right, let's uh, all right. let's kind of close out the prep side of things, and, and it's with a bang. the The finale of the TWSWA Blue Cross Bowl is the six A group. Uh, Oakland fourteen and zero will be the visiting team. Brentwood at eleven and three will be the home team by by definition. Uh, they, these two teams have seen each other in the regular season, and it was a thirty seven to zero Oakland victory. Oakland, the machine that is yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of these deals. The team that will stop Oakland this weekend is Oakland. Uh, They'll pull the foot off the gas when they want to, and they'll score when they want to. So I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think firsthand exposure uh, to this team tells me uh, if there's a better team in the state of Tennessee, it's probably in Nashville and plays in Nissan Stadium. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. For go the one in Tennessee, right in uh, Knoxville. Right well, we now, can't so. play. We 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 ain't played in like six weeks. So I'm I'm just like, well, maybe we're done. A complete football team and all. Yeah. And, uh, I was going to say that's you know, well coached, great players. Oh yeah, and and they do things on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they're you know, I, I see them winning the and, football game. And that uh, and they Jordan beat them, what thirty. Five nothing. Thirty seven. Thirty seven nothing. And uh, and that Jordan James running back, he's a junior, people. Yeah. Again, so if you're watching this on the little stream for TWSWA, yeah. this kid'll be around next year. Yeah. Uh he's just got tree trunks for legs yeah. and when he, he's got the quickest little first three steps you'll see yeah. and just gets upfield north. In and high south. school they can't opt out like they do in college now. Right? <laughs> no. But I will say he didn't uh, waste a year of eligibility because of COVID. I'm just kidding. Okay. He, he can come back for his senior year. Look well, at that. Well, about that. But uh, I do think he's an addition to Oakland that was a difference maker. Patterson's a good running back that's kind of the, the lightning to, to James's mm-hmm. thunder. Uh, but they've got a really smart quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it, was a, it was a hard name for me to say if you listen to the broadcast. It's like Slandovic or something. But yeah. uh, I said it a lot there, <laughs> yeah, there last Friday night. More than, so, you, more than you wanted to. Well, again, but this guy knows how to how to how to run that little triple option, that little uh, uh, wing T or yep. uh, wishbone kind of offense, and he uh, he executed a perfection there last Friday night. And I hope he left something in the tank uh, for uh, for for Brentwood uh, for round number two. But I'm going to go with the Patriots. What what do you think, Chris? I mean, Oakland uh, is on a eight game or eight eight year streak now. Yeah. Um, their only competition of teams that knocked them out was Maribel. Three of the eight eight years. Uh, the two years they made it to the state championship in 2016, 2018, they won. And so I'm gonna choose Oakland in this matchup. I mean, they've been there, done that, and you know Brentwood's a good team, but that Oakland team's just been lights out this year. Absolutely, Coach. Did you did you actually officially pick Oakland, or did I just skip I, that? I picked Oakland. Yes. You were on Oakland. That's right. Well, I don't. I don't know. I think was the Peabody pick the only the only yeah pick opposite. Yeah, I mean, I, I picked. Uh, There's a, did you go with no, Summit? I went with Summit. I went with There's Summit. a lot of East Tennessee biased in this, though, and I hope that's a, a, a okay, and I hope it's appreciated because this is fan-driven. So we like our East Tennessee, and we do what we need to do. But uh, let's get our our first break of the day. Listen to these fine sponsors. Again, you're listening to the 
Thursday grind, pick day, uh, right here at 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maribel. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. A message from State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blunt County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blunt County a better place for our families. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Join us this Thursday night at 7 p.m. for a live remote broadcast from the Windy City Grill on Highway 411 right here in Maryville, Tennessee. A preview of Alcoa's state championship matchup with Milan, and a look back at another successful campaign for the Maryville Red Rebels. The Windy City Grill is where all the fun's going to be as Heath Dunkel, Wayne Kaiser, and Marty Millsaps will talk about the 2020 season. They'll be taking a look ahead at the Friday game as Alcoa takes on Milan for a possible fifth straight state championship and their 19th overall. Remember, it's this Thursday night at 7 p.m. live from the Windy City Grill on Highway 411 here in Maryville, Tennessee. And you'll hear it right here on WKVL 100.9 FM and streaming at WKVLradio.com. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. 
And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Coach Tony Iruli and Chris Hips on the flip side. As uh, as we're here picking on a Thursday, it's kind of become a thing. Yep. And uh, man, we we about spent we did spend half the show uh, picking six high school games. Uh, I don't know what that says. It, well, it says, says we like to talk. Probably not to get to the NFL. Yeah, well, it does. Well, that's a <laughs> that's yeah. We we put a period on that one, but uh, but I think it just says you know we're we're passionate about local. We, yeah. We're passionate about uh, high school sports, and and ultimately uh, that's kind of where that's where it's at. I mean, sure. uh, I think a lot of times I'm a college guy. Yeah. I mean, you're a college coach, yeah. Tony, but I, I think at the at the purest level, high school sports. I mean, it's still just uh, Friday night lights are a thing. Yeah. You know, especially this time with with the COVID mm-hmm. stuff we've had to deal with. I mean, I mean that's the one thing that's kind of yeah. kept us a little bit normal in Tennessee. In Tennessee, <laughs> yeah, because there's some states obviously different different things going on. But at least here in the state, Tennessee was one of the earliest states to, to uh, allow football and other fall sports to play. Right. And so, uh, so it it kind of got us back to a little bit normal type of a environment uh, lifestyle. <clears throat> But uh, you know, it's still like I said. You know, there's a lot of times there was games were canceled and all oh, that. Yeah. But uh, I I commend the coaches and administrators to be able to pull this this off in the fall. And it, and it took a lot of dedication, honestly. But uh, got it done. And uh, this weekend will will be the finale. But uh, as we move to the college side of things, and I've got these these picks against the spread just because some of these are are, are tight. Some yep. of them are a little too close to call in, in other ways. Uh, but we're going to start with Texas at Kansas State. Texas, a seven-point favorite here. And, uh, and, and guys, here's an outlier that is impacting, I think will impact this game. Uh, how how much has the noise of Urban Meyer going to Texas just ramped up this week? I mean, it's yeah. been huge. I think it's a huge distraction. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's it's not only tough for the coaching staff, but the players. And, you know, they're constantly being asked that. And, uh, you know, it's all based on the fact that they lost – Last week, and uh, so I mean, it's it's a uh, it's just a dark cloud that's uh, over their head right now. Is this is this a must win for Tom Herman, or is this as I mean, is the 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 what think, is it? The smoke already well, already been cast. Well, it, it, it you know they're I I think it's just a real dark cloud right now. Yeah, and uh, you know it, you know University of Texas has huge money. Mm. And uh, you know, Urban Meyer. I think they got a printer now. <laughs> yeah, they just print their own money. And they, you know, Urban Meyer is the one that everyone's been talking about. He's a about white every whale coach, about yeah. every major job. Urban Meyer's names have been for whether it's a USC or mm-hmm. Texas or Michigan. Michigan. I, I don't mean, think he's really like interested in that. That'd be uh, is that that's maybe blasphemous in that in that yeah, situation. Yeah, I I think you know by going to a school more in a southern. You know, you got better uh, recruits in those areas. Mm-hmm. You know, I think recruits in Texas or in the sure. South are a lot better than the uh, overall up in Michigan and the Northern. It could you got be the big guys, but you don't. It's harder to get a lot of those skilled type of players. He, he could be scary at Texas, but I, you know, honestly, I think it's a it's a tough sell for Tom Herman to to be able to kind of navigate through that. And honestly, Tennessee's going through the same thing with uh, sure. with some discussion of Hugh Freeze and the dynamics, but. Uh, do you like Texas against K State? K State was a kind of like a giant killer early in the season, but they've kind of cooled as of late uh, and, and kind of been a little wishy washy. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I think uh, I think Texas will win, but I think they're not going to cover the spread. I think it'll be a close game. It's it's at K State. K State in Manhattan. In, in, I have actually been at 
Manhattan, Texas, that's, when I was or that's a awesome. young coach at Missouri and all that. And uh, so there aren't, there's not much happening in Manhattan, Kansas, except for <laughs> Kansas State football. So Ooh. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Texas to win, but I, you know, I'm going with uh, K State because it won't cover the spread. All right, what you got, Chris? Yeah, man, uh, not really sold on Texas, but I do like Erling Gear, and I think he's a decent quarterback. Uh, with a seven-point spread, I guess I'll take Texas, hopefully, to cover that one. You know, I'm going to ride with Chris. I, I like Texas to cover this one. And, again, it's because maybe they lost last week. Yeah. I think sometimes back against the wall, got to do some things. Your coach is under fire a little sure. bit, especially if you're a recruit that uh, that came there to play for Coach Herman. That's who you're interested in playing for. Uh, maybe they, they step up, get the, get the dub. So I'm going to go with the Longhorns over uh, Kansas State. Uh, the next one, Okie State, Oklahoma State, a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at TCU. Uh, TCU is kind of a, a heartfelt team for me. I like them. I like Coach Patterson, Patterson yes. what he does there. And uh, one of my favorite things is the, the tunnel that walks out. Mm-hmm. It says I'll, – I'll uh, give the edited version. But it says fight like heck yeah. until heck freezes over right. and then fight on the ice. And I'm like, that. I mean, that's yeah. tough right there. Uh, he, he's he's a uh, – such a well-respected coach and all, and uh, so uh, it's going to be a good game. I've always been a big uh, Okie State fan, and uh, you know, and uh, is that like a Barry Sanders connection well, when, or what? When when I was there, was, uh, uh, they had some really good running backs just before Barry Sanders, mm. and I forget the name of the running back was the one that played uh, up for, for the Buffalo Bills mm. uh, for all those years when they lost the uh, Super Bowl every four years. But uh, oh, uh, Barry man. was a, no, not Barry Sanders. I forget who his name is. But anyway, you know, I can I, see his yeah, face. Yeah, I like Coach uh, Gundy, and I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Okie State on this one. What you got, Chris? Uh, you know, I'm a big Chubba fan, so I'm going to stick with Okie too. I mean, I, that that lineup with Chubba Hubbard, uh, you know, uh, Dugan is a good quarterback for TCU, but he does get rattled a lot, and you know, Oklahoma State is one of the top co- uh, teams in the country for wanting to blitz quarterbacks, so. I'm gonna say he's gonna be under pressure a lot, and I'm gonna stick with Oklahoma State to cover the spread. And it's a tough place to play at, at Okie State because, first of all, you only got about eight to ten yards of sideline. I mean, there's not very much yeah. bench between the uh, sideline and where the fans are. So they're, you know, you're sitting down. The bench is really connected to the to the wall. Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas. Yeah, that's way. who's running. But yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, uh, yeah, I, I've seen it. It's a uh, T Boone's Pickens Stadium. Yeah, is yeah, that is that yeah. what it's called? I mean, it, it's like a shoebox. And uh, so it's a tough place for an opponent to come in there and play. Well, we're, we're going to see what happens there. I, I'm going to have to go with Okie State. Just uh, Gundy and uh, and the mullet, I think what he, what he does offensively is going to be a little much for, for what TCU has this year. Yeah. Uh, TCU's on that rotation. You know, they have a they have a good team, and then it's a few years, and then they get back. And, right, and right. so uh, that's that's an unheard of thing these days. Yeah. You have to be good every year, or you're just, you're just not yeah. really good. But uh, Patterson's building, and just this year doesn't have what it takes to get it. Yeah, and whenever it starts looking like it's going to be a little bit iffy at TCU, you know, he's able to come up with a real good season. Oh, yeah. Get people off the back. So he's a very highly respected coach. He'll be a guy that gets it right sooner rather than later. But uh, the next game, number five team in the country, Texas A&M, a seven-point favorite on the Plains at Auburn. Uh, We talked about this one off the air, and and I think Facebook Live – sound caught uh, a potential uh, uh, family matter. Yeah, I've got some family issues with my son. We're going to have to have a little, <laughs> little, little talk here and all that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a good good ball game. I, I, it's at uh, Auburn. Uh, you know, uh, 
I think uh, Texas A&M, they've played you know, good, strong football through most of the year, uh, especially uh, after uh, beating uh, Florida. They're going to Auburn. Uh, uh, I like Auburn. Sorry, AJ. Going with Auburn spurred the, the, the family ties on that one. Uh, what about it, Chris? I think I'm going to agree with Auburn. I mean, I just like – I like the way Bo Nix is. I mean, he's – He's not the best quarterback, but he's going to give us all for his teammates. And uh, I really like the running back, Tank Bigsby. I mean, he was like a little banged up going in that Alabama game. Or I think he got banged up with the Tennessee game. But he uh, wasn't himself last week. But they're saying he's a whole lot better. Uh, should be about like 100% going into this game. So Tank. I'm going to take the War Eagles. Tank Bigsby. I mean, if he if he even sniffs around a Denver uniform – I might have to get that that jersey. That just may be the coolest jersey. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go not so fast. I'm going to go with A&M on the road. I'm going to say they cover. And I'm just saying because for whatever reason, you know, I kind of joke early in the season and I still kind of think this. Uh, you know, Kellen Mond reminds me of a JG with a lot more tools. Mm-hmm. But I think they've they figured out what what Kellen Mond can do, and they they put him in good positions to to be successful. I think uh, Jimbo's been playing very well since uh, since post Alabama, right? And uh, and I think he's got them ready to go. I think they go down to Auburn. A little statement of who? I mean, all, let's, let's face it. And AJ will appreciate this compliment. Uh, Alabama's number one in the West, so everybody's playing for who that backup team is. Right. And I think this year it, it is Texas A and M. So I'm going to go with the fifth ranked Aggies. Uh, to go on the plains and defeat Auburn, so we'll we'll see if uh, my limb is strong or if it breaks because the I two think guys like you a lot better than his father right now. So well, good. On a roll right now. Good. I got I got a fan. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see if uh, if my limb works because the two guys behind me picked a, against uh, what I went with. So we'll see. Uh, Nebraska is at Purdue again. The the Cornhuskers a two point dog. Against the Boilermakers, Purdue has been anything but stellar. Uh, the best thing going for Purdue right now is the train tracks that go around this, the, the field. So uh, how are you a two-point dog if you're the Cornhuskers? And the Big Red Machine is no longer uh, the Big Red Machine. No. Coach, what, what do you got on this one? Coach well, I Scott just, Frost, I mean, he, he's supposed to be the next big thing. Yeah, I mean, that was a, such a big-time hire. He, he was the head coach at at Central Florida, when uh, they went undefeated and had the uh, and if you ask them, they won a natty. They won the national championship. Even got themselves their own trophy for it. And, uh, <laughs> and the police cars in Orlando or whatever had that on there. Do you know that? No. And their stadium says it. Really? Like it's? I mean, it's a pop dream. It's it's But you know, he goes back. I mean, he, he had an outstanding career at uh, at Nebraska. Brought him back home. It, it's not the same Nebraska. You know, in in. My days when uh, Nebraska was the Tom Osborne, Nebraska, they were getting great recruits out of uh, New Jersey. They had a good pipeline coming out of Texas. The state of Nebraska is not a huge football player in terms of talent. And what's happening is they're not able to recapture their that recruiting trail from well, Jersey, and- from Texas. That would feed into, you know, your Irving Friars, your Mike Rogiers. You know, they didn't come from Nebraska. All right, they came from Jersey, Iowa. yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so that's... That's the big difference from the big red machine to where it is right now. Well, and I'll tell you, uh, my father-in-law, he, he's a historian of yeah. college football. I mean, he just tells you. And he says one of the bigger things that, that breaks some stuff down is if you think about it, uh, uh, talk about uh, Jerry Jones and, uh, and, uh, and Jimmy Johnson. You know, yeah. they played at Arkansas, not because Arkansas recruited them and that was the place, whatever. They were from the state of Arkansas. 
Sure. And so when when recruiting became national and and travel became easier and teams could go to your place and talk to you and bring you to their location, that really took away some of those those mystique teams that just said, you know what, I'm Nebraska. You want to come to Nebraska because you're low, you're fairly close, what have you. Right. So when that when everything kind of got national, and Tennessee's been recruiting nationally for years. They always have, yeah. But, sure. but the, we've had to. Right. And, uh, and, and so I think the ease of going and, honestly, the, the exposure of some teams, uh, I think it takes it away. And, honestly, for a long time post-Tom Osborne, Nebraska hasn't been the darling of, uh, of, of the big name, uh, the big uh, networks, let's just say. Right, right. And, uh, like I said, Tom Osborne, I forget the coach who uh, followed Tom Osborne. Uh, he's the head coach at Ohio University right now, but uh, uh, Frank Sinkwich? No, not Sinkwich. Uh, I forget. It. Anyway, that started. Google knows. That started the the, the being able the time when these colleges start firing coaches after having successful years. He had a, a, a seven seventy five percent winning percentage. Frank Solich. Frank Solich. That's right. Sinkwich won the Heisman who, who Trophy. Was, <laughs> who uh, was assistant under Osborne all during the years, won 75% of his games and fired him after an 11-3 season. I mean, how, how, how does that – and what, that started the trend of these colleges. That's administration problems, I hate to tell I mean, you. Yeah, yeah, and they just, just shake your head, and that's – you know, colleges are starting to follow that trend ever since. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Chris? Are you are you on all aboard for Purdue, or uh, or are you 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 digging the corn? Well, one of my least favorite teams growing up was always Nebraska. Really, I, I've never been a Nebraska guy. So, you know, with that uh, love hate relationship there, I'm gonna take the Boilermakers in this matchup. Taking the Boilermakers, uh, I, I uh, Jeff of, Brom. I said it's a lot more hate. Hate. <laughs> yeah, little love, a lot of hate. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to go with Nebraska. I just think at some rate, Scott Frost has to rise up and get it done at his alma mater. You know, he changed the whole whole scheme of things. He's he's went a lot of different ways. He's actually got a former Tennessee uh, recruit as his quarterback, uh, and so been there I, three years, and then he's lost. He has three losing records. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's not going to be this week. <laughs> They're going to get Purdue. They're going to knock them off. So I'm going to go with the corn and uh, see what happens. This next game is a pick. There was no line on this matchup. Penn State at Rutgers. Uh, again, if that if 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 any of the losses have bothered Penn State, the fact that there's no no uh, no line, line on this on game. Yep. Should bother them probably more. Yeah, yeah, it's a pick'em game. Greg Schiano and Rutgers, James Franklin and Penn State. Probably, if you're a Tennessee fan, you probably couldn't dislike two coaches anymore. <laughs> but uh, but you know what? Uh, they're going to play this Saturday, and uh, and I'm going to go ahead and pick first. I'm going to go with James Franklin. I'm going to go with the Nittany Lions just because I don't think I, I think Greg Schiano has come into a good situation because the Big Ten has had some faltering teams. But I just don't think he's there yet. I think, uh, again, I've said it multiple times, you take away the Ray Rice years, and uh, he's probably mediocre at best. Right. So I'm going to go with James Franklin, a guy who knows how to turn things around. He did so at Vandy. Uh, I'm going to see if he can turn around Penn State. And I agree, uh, Franklin, uh, in Penn State for this week. Uh, you know, they've just had some misfortunes. You know, their game against uh, Indiana, you know, a couple other t uh, tough losses. Uh, you know, he's done a great job up there. This is his only down year this season. Uh, I think uh, them getting that win the last week uh, will help get them some <laughs> momentum and finish it off the season strong. 
What you got, Chris? I just flipped a coin. I'm going to take Penn State. That away. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> flipped a coin or just Good. knew he, yeah. he wasn't yes, going to lose right, this dude. one if he stayed with Good us. Good call on your <laughs> way. Either way. Hey, guys, let's get our last break of the day. we got to get two in, and, and we've only had one. Let's get our last break of the day. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, five more college games, including the Vols and the Gators. Again, uh, the, the dynamics that are uh, a rivalry that should have been played in September but is now uh, in December for COVID purposes. So, again, we'll talk that on the flip. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Join us this Thursday night at 7 p.m. for a live remote broadcast from the Windy City Grill on Highway 411 right here in Maryville, Tennessee. A preview of Alcoa's state championship matchup with Milan and a look back at another successful campaign for the Maryville Red Rebels. The Windy City Grill is where all the fun's going to be as Heath Dunkel, Wayne Kaiser, and Marty Millsaps will talk about the 2020 season. They'll be taking a look ahead at the Friday game as Alcoa takes on Milan for a possible fifth straight state championship and their 19th overall. Remember, it's this Thursday night at 7 p.m. live from the Windy City Grill on Highway 411 here in Maryville, Tennessee. And you'll hear it right here on WKVL 100.9 FM and streaming at WKVLradio.com. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to Pick Day Thursday 
as we have uh, matriculated through about 11 games at this point. We're uh, we're making our way through. We need more and, uh, time. Yeah, I know. We we gotta go, we gotta have like a grind time overtime at some point where we just stay on with it. But uh, but guys, we we've come to the halfway point of college football. We're gonna we've got five games. I want to leave a little time uh, for the Tennessee Florida game. So uh, we're gonna talk about Arkansas Missouri again. Arkansas the Razorback Sam Pittman. This is a big rivalry game, a big recruiting kind of game. They got to go to Missouri Como, Columbia, Missouri, and face the Missouri Tigers, who are a three and a half point favorite against a, a really upswinging Razorback football team. I don't know what it is. If Chris sits that mic down, it like hums. It just hard. registers. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Now I was actually trying to look up about the balls, but yeah, I mean, I I, I really like a uh, Larry Roundtree. Like like the Roundtree. Yeah, I like Roundtree. I think he's a great running. They're back. all round, you know. Yeah, that. but I'm saying he's a good running back. I mean. <laughs> And, you know, I'm not really sold on Felipe Franks. I always thought he uh, underperformed at a really good Florida team. I mean, he right. had a lot of weapons around him and never really performed well. So only He only performs well about the third week of every year Yeah, <laughs> when he had to play Tennessee. Yeah, uh, that was, you know, well, one lucky throw for about 55 yards to the back of the end zone with no defense. But yeah. I'm going to take Missouri here. Yeah, I'm a – I'm, a, I'm I'm five tigers five for old Mizzou. There you go. I know the fights all. Anyway, yeah, I like both coaches. You are have good. a T-shirt, so you should do uh, that. Yeah, great. What was that? A Christmas gift last year? Yeah, you had a yeah, T-shirt from everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, Carol and I it was just a great time when uh, I spent uh, two and a half years over at Mizzou. But uh, it you know, both coaches have done a wonderful job, really kind of rebuilding the program and into now they're both becoming very solid uh, uh, programs. Good coaching staffs. Uh, I like Missouri it being at home, but uh, I, th- I think both these teams are going to be really up and coming teams going into the next season. As so well. you're going with Mizzou. Yeah. Did you go with the Mizzou, Chris? Yes. I'm going with the Razorbacks. Oh my! Give me goodness. the Razorbacks. Oh, Give me Sam Pittman that, and Yezer and all the things he does because you know what the Jim Cheney Sam Pittman connection. I liked them both. And now that uh, you know we've already sealed our fate with Arkansas, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope they get better because they beat us. So I'm gonna go with Arkansas uh, to go in and shock it, and and then they get the trophy. What what do they play for? I don't know. We never played them because when I was there, they were in the Southwest Conference. Um, and we were in the Big Eight. No, but no uh, correlation. What we'll do is this: Missouri wins. I'll bring in my Missouri T-shirt, and you'll have to wear it. Oh. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. I actually had a Missouri hat a long time ago. My dad went there, and he was he knew I liked sports, so he just bought a Missouri hat. And I was like, cool. And then later on, they become in Southeastern Conference. I was like, I knew them before they were cool. There you go. <laughs> but uh, the next game, BYU at Coastal Carolina. College game day will be there. Uh, again, was supposed to be Liberty in Coastal Carolina. Was going to basically be two up-and-coming uh, yeah. co- basically going to be probably coaches that move. Let's just be honest. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now it's going to be BYU, who's had a great season despite COVID, and uh, Coastal Carolina, the number 15 team in the country, yeah. going to play on the turquoise turf yes. uh, on college game day. I I, uh, I like the Chanticleers, but uh, I actually don't. Look, I don't have this one circled on my, uh, on my sheet, so uh, I'm going to let you guys pick first. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. Go ahead, Chris. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. You know what? I really like the way Coastal Carolina plays. Like I said, I have a little connection there, but BYU's got Zach Wiltz, and I have him as like the third best quarterback in the country right now behind Trask and uh, 
uh, Mark Jones or Mac Jones, Mac yeah. Jones, yeah, from Alabama. Alabama. That offensive's just incredible with Zach, and then the you just quarterback, put, did Tyler you just Allinger. Put, you just put those guys ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you know the COVID hurt him. You know you don't like sunshine. Yeah, sunshine with long hair. Anyway, I'll take BYU. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going with Coastal. Going with Coastal. Going with Coastal, uh, even though uh, BYU is a, a good team, but it's going to be at Coastal. I mean, the logistics of all of a sudden now BYU has to pick pick up, and they just they didn't find out about the game until yesterday. <laughs> all right, and so now they've got to go ahead and travel across the country to play uh, uh, Coastal. Uh, and uh, Coastal's been, I mean, every challenge that they've had, uh, they, they've met it, and they played well, and I, I'm going to be going with them. I'll tell you this: their their coach is uh, is Samoan. Uh, he's used to traveling. If he's left, uh, if he if he's left at all, that ain't gonna matter. And and if I don't know much about a game, I just if they've played Tennessee and won, I go with them. Give me BYU. I go with BYU. West Virginia at Iowa State. Iowa State uh, coming off of a nice week there. They're seven point favorite against the Mountaineers, and arguably uh, this may be West Virginia one of their closer away conference games as they're in the Big 12 but uh, the Mountaineers I know where Jeffy Mack would go uh, Chris but uh, do you go with the Mountaineers or do you go with the Cyclones I'm going to do Jeffy Mack a favor here because I'm 0-2 when I vote against West Virginia so I'm going to take Iowa State and hope you know, West Virginia wins for Jeffy Mack. That away. So not going with Country Roads. Okay. No. Uh, what do you got, I'm Coach? Iowa State. Iowa State. I, I like they're well coached. Uh, you know, Matt Campbell. Remember, yeah. I had to Google that last yeah. time. And they got that uh, Purdy quarterback. Yeah, when you have a quarterback, last name is Purdy. I mean, how can you go against that? Well, he better be. Yeah. <laughs> I can say. I'm going with Iowa State, too. I, I just, the Cyclones, uh, they just they just know how to grit one out. And and I think against West Virginia and what uh, Neil Brown's doing there, I think a lot of that's going to gonna be in play. This might be a, a little tight of a matchup, but I like Iowa State at home. Boston College at Virginia, four-and-a-half-point line. That's honestly what got it on the sheet, the four-and-a-half-point line. No real bias to either one of these teams. I'm going to quickly pick Virginia. Uh, who do you got, Coach? Uh, Boston Catholic. Boston Catholic. Boston Catholic. <laughs> Boston so College. Cavaliers. You're going with the Cavies. All right. Well, we have made it with about a minute to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> to Tennessee versus Florida. And, and honestly, probably the time limit is well – uh, maybe more than we need. Uh, Tennessee's in a tough spot. They've got a lot of issues at quarterback. Jeremy Pruitt under fire. Uh, this is a game uh, that you need to show up in. Now, again, I, I'm a Tennessee fan, but I'm a realist. U- ultimately, uh, I don't think Tennessee is going to win this football game, but they need to compete. They need to make Trask work. They need to make Trask and Pitts beat them. They don't need to just. They don't need to let the backup quarterback come in the second half. This needs to be a battle. It's in Neyland Stadium. That needs to mean something. Um, but I'm going to have to go with the Gators. They're a 17-point favorite, and I, I think they can be that much better. Yeah, I think it may end up being a lot more than 17 points. That's unfortunate. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I told you off the air, I think Kyle Trask has an opportunity. Carson Crouch actually made this comment earlier in the week. They have an opportunity to break the touchdown record in Neyland Stadium. I, I hate to say that, but it's possible. But, Chris, who you got? Ah, uh, man. You know, I'm going to go for the uh, Gator bait here. So, Trask looking great. Uh, we, we've already said Pitts is amazing. you got Tony out there. There's just too many weapons on that offense. And the defense is actually actually stepping up now for Florida. So, you know, 
Go Gators. Oh, don't say that. You can do anything, just don't say that. But anyway, I wish they were worse because then I could say it's the trash in pits, but uh, it don't work out that way. Dan Mullen's got it going on. But uh, you know what? We can hope that I'm wrong because it happens a lot. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and yes, ride on.